Well, the bye is over. Everyone's well-rested, and the Seahawks are going to be heading to Detroit for a game early Sunday, 10 a.m. kickoff. You'll hear it right here on 97.3 Cairo FM. I'll be on the air at 7 a.m. with all of our pregame coverage. And the coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joins us in advance of that game. Hey, Coach, great to talk to you today. Hey, good to talk to you too, Dory. What's up? Man, uh, well, before we talk about what is to come, I haven't talked to you since London, and I heard you just gushing about that trip and saying that it was as much or more fun than even the bowl games or or your playoff trips. Uh, Did you really come away with that positive a feeling of it? Yeah, yeah, it was just that good. And the whole preparation building uh, up to it before we even got on the road, you know, our players were just into it with the right mentality and the organization that had worked so hard to make this thing work, you know, just so smoothly. And it just hit on, on in every mark. We, we hit it and uh, had a good time. Uh, got a chance to come back to and celebrate with the little bye week, you know, and all that. I mean, just every part of it was great. And we needed a you know a nice nice ball game on the road and, and that was a good one. I gotta admit, I was being kind of a baby before that trip, uh, thinking about all the travel and how busy I'd be back there. Of all my work trips, that was my second favorite one of my life. We had a blast. The the favorite, by the way, being New York City in advance of the Super Bowl. But uh, but this yeah, was okay. this was the second favorite work trip I've ever done, Pete. It, it was so much fun. Everything about it, the the place we stayed, just every aspect of it. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that you, even though you were almost ready to succumb to becoming a, a rule number two violator, you know, no whining, no complaining, no excuses. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right. it almost caught you. Yeah, it I almost know. caught you, but you got out of it and you, you thought better. Uh, so I know it was just really everything worked out great, and and uh, so that's it's behind us now. But um, really fond memories of the trip and the whole thing. That was my first time, and a lot of guys' first time going to England, and, and uh, was it was it was a worked out great well and as you referenced a couple of moments ago i also thought there was a real validation of kind of your and the organization's holistic approach to everything from your your sports performance experts to i mean i was walking by your team meeting room and i saw a basketball hoop pete just like you have at the vmac just the the little things that that the organization and all of you did to uh, to make it as, you know, as I said, holistic as possible. I thought it was really impressive, and I thought it manifested itself out on the field. The, the best part about it really is the lesson that we come away with it from, you know. The, the lesson that uh, if, if you focus on that which you can control, you know, you got a chance to do, do real well. And then we weren't really – we didn't get concerned with the stuff that was outside, and we didn't care about it. We just – just kept taking care of the business, you know, and and uh, and it just became more fun and, and really focused. And uh, you know, we, I know they struggled a little bit in the, in the game, and but we we made them look like it, and so, so we played like like we were capable, and and uh, gave us a real good indication of whatever comes up next. We think we can handle it, and here we go, you know. So let's go see if we can top it off with a really good return uh, trip out to Detroit and see if we can get a win. One last question on that: A bunch of people asked me about putting a team in London, and, and what I said was. You know, we were talking first week of the season about the advantage the Broncos have practicing at altitude early in the season. And I was thinking, man, the advantage that a London team would have with team having to fly over there and handle the time change. Do you think they could ever put a team there? Well, I think it, the problems would come going the other way. You know, the, the London team playing on the West Coast, you know, and how would they do their road trips and stuff like that? I don't know how they would accommodate them. And keep the variables, you know, somewhat close to being equal. That, that's the—I don't know how that, that would work out. 
Um, there's no question that, that Wembley could handle it or the new stadium could handle it, the fans could handle it. Uh, the setting would be great, you know, for all of that. But it's the travel that just, you know, yeah. even the individual teams going over, not, you know, that's okay there. But it's it's the home team even coming across back, you know, this way. So I don't know how they'd figure that out. And that's, I'm sure that's one of the issues. But it's it certainly looks like it's a an NFL town ready to go. Yeah, hey, I have not talked to you since London, and so I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, at least acknowledge and bring up with you the passing of of Paul Allen. And I've heard some of the things you've had to say the last couple of weeks. But one one of the things I wanted to ask you, Pete, is I know you're always bringing guys in to talk to the team and to give life lessons. In your personal interactions with with Paul Allen, what are the life lessons you learned that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life? Well, I think that one of the most obvious things, Dory, is here's a guy that wound up in all the good fortune and the wisdom and all that brought him the tremendous wealth. He had, you know, he had a big choice how he's going to handle that, and uh, you know, and not, not to compare him to anybody else, but what he chose to do is is to reach out and do as much as he could for the world around him and for the people that that he loved and, and believed in. He, he just kept continued to compete to find ways to do good stuff, and uh, I, I just found that it's so admirable. You know, I mean, who's ever going to get a shot to be in that kind of situation? But that, that he he became more and more benevolent and a philanthropist as 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 he grew older and and his he just continued to expand the horizons of what he could touch and reach and, and affect and in positive ways and he never backed off it as well as he had you know he worked to have a good time doing stuff you know he traveled everywhere he went to so many events and so many big things that he loved doing he's always going to Wimbledon he's going to so you know great concerts all over the world and uh, so he he found time to enjoy but he. But the focus of his life really seemed to be what he could do to create better, a better life for others. And, and I, that's an incredible gift. And, and uh, so, you know, whether we're at that level of it or you're some, you know, all of the other levels, we can always reach out to others and always be more understanding and more empathetic and, and, and concerned. And, and, uh, and it's a great message for us in this time, that's for sure. Yeah, the other thing I really admired was he hardly did any interviews, but he sat down with me on my show for about 10 minutes in Detroit, the first Super Bowl before you arrived. And it was the inquisitiveness, Pete, the, the fact that, uh, you know, here's a guy who had done so much, knew so much, and he wanted to do and know more. And I, yeah. I admire yeah. that in everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's tireless curiosity, you know, to to try and create and find more things to do that that maybe nobody else could even think of or nobody else would even have the opportunity. He was willing, and and uh, so a great spirit. And that it comes back to the spirit that he he demonstrated that that it, when it was so focused too in, in our area and for the Northwest and for our fans and the people that that, that are here, you know, he always wanted to give back. And you know, what more could you ask? You know, yeah. I mean, this is great great gifts. One of the big questions all the twelves have been asking me the last couple of weeks is the future of the of the ownership in the franchise. Do you have any insights as to what the future holds? No, really, we don't have any. Um, you know, it's all about the estate getting settled and all of that, and that's that's what every the, all the focus and everybody's working on on their end of it. And and it's going to take a. It's such an, an enormous undertaking, you know, with all that that they, that is involved. That it's just going to take a while, and so there's there's no timeline on it, and we don't know. Uh, much, much information at all. They don't know much information about it. You know, they, I'm sure there's paperwork and there's, you know, issues and wills and stuff like that. But, yeah. uh, but that's going to take a while. So we're really not concerned about it. We're going on business as usual, and we hope to represent in extraordinary fashion to to represent him just like you know he would want us to. 
You bet. Okay, back to work after the bye. I One thing I've learned about you is I, I don't ask you personal stuff because I know you don't like it, but I, I got one question I want to learn from you. Do you are you? Am I going to like it or not? Uh, <laughs> no. I, I hope so. Uh, Go ahead. I know how competitive you are, and this is a problem that I have. I have time uh, trouble relaxing because I'm afraid there's somebody else outworking me. And when you're in the middle of the season and you have a bye, can you relax when your opponents are sitting there figuring out ways to beat your Seahawks? Well, it, it, that, that's a good question because, the, and I've said this to you before that I think I've tried to learn, uh, you know, how to maximize the spaces between the spaces, and that that, that means that the, you know, there's some there's time frames when you can you can go for it, and then there's times when you can you can break down and take your your, your you know your step back from the the fear of it all. And uh, that's what's necessary. I think it's a skill. And, and it, like uh, the first, you know, the first few days of the break, I, I, I couldn't stop. You know, my brain was still right. going and all. And I yep. finally found a little bit of, okay, I'm, I can chill a little bit here. And then, and then as the days, now the days are getting close to coming back again and we're rolling again. So there's just a couple of days in there really where there's time to kind of shut down and, and try to get your brain to slow down so that you can, you know, rejuvenate and then come on back strong. And so, um, but it isn't easy, though. No, you're right. We're, we're on that treadmill, man. We yeah. just keep going like that little hamster. You know, we just keep on rolling. Yep, that's for sure. Uh, for the team after the bye, I know you said in your midweek press conference, healthiest you've been all season, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And, and really, just judging from the practices this week, um, not only, you know, did are we kind of healthy, but we're stronger. And you, you can see it. The, the break really made a difference. And so it, what, it's exactly what you hope would happen. Um, you know, you get you get some time off. Can you get your guys' legs back a little bit? It it really looks like that. And so hopefully we'll play in you know in accordance and all that. But uh, we were fast all week long. We're quick, we really were holding guys back and kind of slowing them down at times because they were just so felt so good. They were practicing so fast. We just thought we were maybe overdoing it a little bit. So it was great work. And your opponent coming up uh, on Sunday, the Detroit Lions. Matt Stafford looks – I mean, I know he's been this guy who's had all this potential, but now he's got a, a running back. He's got a great wide receiver core, and, and he looks like he's got a coach that he's in sync with. And uh, what a great challenge for you guys. Yeah, they look really good, and, and they, they really couldn't have looked more explosive than they did against Miami in this last game. And they've, they've had impressive wins. They really – really outplayed uh, New England in, in, in all phases. Matt did a great job getting his team ready and, and took care of business against them, beat the Packers, got way out ahead of the Packers. Packers came back on them a little bit, but uh, played, just played really good football, you know. So this is a, this is a team that's, that's ready to move, and, and they're very much like us. You know, we've started slowly, and then we've, we've picked up some momentum. And so it's a great matchup for us and, uh, in their place, and it's gonna be, they'll be fired up. And, we, you know, this is, we need these kinds of challenges. You hear me say that because we, we have to play teams that are really strong and well-equipped and beat those teams so that you can move ahead and get better yourself. So here we go. Well, and I mean, you got a gauntlet of quarterbacks coming up. You know, Stafford and Jared Goff and and Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton. I, I think that's the next five, if I'm not mistaken. And I mean, that is going to be for your young defense, which has been playing so well. But uh, what a gauntlet of quarterbacks ahead for you! Yeah, it's as good as it can get. And and uh, so would, would and Matthew Stafford is capable of any of those guys so uh here we go and we can only play detroit now though Dory. we can't go ahead of them okay okay we can't get ahead of ourselves i don't i know you don't like talking too far into the future and you don't like talking personal stuff i know i know the things that i got to avoid with you coach 
Well, I appreciate that. Just kind of, there's a sense of privacy around here. <laughs> I know. We try to maintain it. I got it. Okay. Hey, you have a great trip back to Detroit, and I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds great, Dory. Thanks. All right. The coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joining us. And we have lots more straight ahead after we check the news for you coming up here on the Dory Monson Show.